0: week's show is with and about a hot mic. My guest is Mike Violet, legendary Maine broadcast journalist, sports enthusiast, and conservative radio personality. And the subject is the hot mess in Aroostook County for basketball Hall of Fame star Steve Shaw and Jim Carter because of a hot microphone at a high school girls basketball game. Mike Violet joins me by phone. Bill. It's it's my pleasure to have you on the show. I feel like I have a star.
1: <laughs> well, let's not get carried away, Cynthia. Don't be starstruck.
0: <laughs> so I want to talk to you today about the broadcast journalists who were fired in Maine. And yeah. could you please, for listeners, set the stage? What What's the story?
1: Yeah, uh, to, to call a broadcast journalist going way too far. These are two older gentlemen And I have to watch it when I say that now, because I'm not exactly a spring chicken anymore, but these were two retired coaches, teachers in Northern Maine in Aroostook County who work for an outlet up there in Holton WHOU, which is um, doing a really good job of streaming high school sports. Um, uh, Steve Shaw, Jim Carter, correct me if I'm wrong on the name, Cynthia. No, that's right. Um, Both of whom are former high school coaches, administrators, um, in the main basketball hall of fame and they call games for whou among a bevy of other people who do so they were prepping for a game they were going to do there was another game on their monitor that the station was also streaming and their mics were live and they didn't know it and they started to comment on the physical size of a couple of the girls i believe from the Eastern girls basketball team and those mics were hot those comments went out over the air and obviously the backlash that ensued was quick and they were quickly fired by fred uh I can't remember his name fred grant is it the owner of whou yes. yeah um and and as a matter of fact um Steve Shaw, who is, uh, as I said, as a member of the Maine Basketball Hall of Fame, withdrew from the Hall of Fame the other day. So the, um, the, the, it was a dumb, stupid thing, um, and it was dealt with swiftly and severely and justifiably so by the owner, and I thought he took care of the problem um, immediately, and, and that was that. Um, it was certainly up to Shaw to decide to withdraw from the Hall of Fame. I, I said on the air, I think he, he did not need to do that. Um, A a stupid comment or two does not wipe out a lifetime of coaching, of service to kids, of of working in schools, doing really good work, and those comments shouldn't mean that you lose your spot in the Hall of Fame, but I understand why he did it. It's got to be extremely embarrassing for someone of that stature and that age to be caught saying that on a hot mic.
0: Well, I wish, I'm wish i sorry for the shuffling of papers. As I mentioned to you before we began recording, I had a little bit of a technical snafu, but I had his quote written down, and I personally didn't find what he said very offensive. I was just so surprised at the warning yeah. that was given. I, I was listening to a clip of News Center um, coverage of the incident, and before the story, uh, the broadcast journalist on Twitter Television station said, you know, they were going to give a quick warning because there was oh, very strong language, and the God language.
1: Cynthia, I, I, I hope you. I hope you were okay. And I refer to new, <laughs> I God. call New Center Maine woke Center Maine. Um,
0: I mean, and then you actually listen to the comments, and here are two guys, like you said. I mean, now. Some people, I don't know. I I feel that the um, adults reacting to this story are just over the top. Uh, I mean, yep. th- if you it's you don't have to be a sleuth or an investigative journalist to discover the team and who they're talking about. And right. there's a couple of girls on the team who are fat, and obesity is an epidemic. And these guys mm-hmm. made some comments about their weight and. I mean, yes, maybe their feelings were hurt, but come on. I mean, my, my advice to those girls is, look, you're going to face a lot harder <laughs> things in life. Shake yeah. it off.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I can't disagree with you. And I say this as a, you know, somebody who is, a, who is built like an NFL offensive tackle. Nobody's ever going to accuse me of being uh, svelte. And uh, when I was in high school, I was 6'3 and 275 pounds, and I played high school football, and I was a big guy, and I'm still a big guy 40-something years later. I, all I'll say is this. Um, it, it, there definitely is a double standard, and I, 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 I've, I've been part of that double standard in the form of I'm about to call two basketball games tonight. I'm doing a, a Waterville girls game and then the Waterville boys game, and when I do a boys game, if there's a kid playing on the boys team, a boy, um, who is you know uh, is 6'2 and two seventy five, I'm going to call him a wide body. He's a, you know a big bopper. I'm going to use metaphors to describe his physical being. When there's a girl who may be of the size of the girls on the teams that the incident occurred in. I'm not going there. I'm not going to say that this is um, a big girl. This is a wide girl. I will, if they're tall, I'll say they're tall, but I don't get into the girth of girls. So I practice, I guess that double standard as well, because I've been doing this for 40 years and I understand how the game is played. But um, in all reality, um, I, I don't think what these gentlemen did is so egregious that we needed to have New Center, Maine, Woke Center, Maine file a disclaimer about how this may hurt your feelings when you watch it. But you know what, Cynthia, that's where we are now.
0: Well, I just, um, for the people like the um, the psychologist or the sociologist who was interviewed and said like, well, these yeah. these girls, if, if they hear anything negative about their body, they're not going to, they're going to want to change it. I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is, um, I, I don't know. It's the wrong. It's the wrong message to kids. The, I read a statistic that, like, now the the statistics about the obesity rates in kids is so high that it actually is being called an epidemic. And so, I mean, if we're not gonna like, <laughs> the I, the only good thing I see about all this uh, is that the average weight of women women now is 170 pounds. The average. So wow. I'm I'm less than average. But when I was growing up, my nickname was chubby. Chubby Lane. My sisters yeah. and brothers called me Chubb. I mean, I I I you know, I got through it. But so what do you think about uh I agree with you that it it seems to me they had to be fired from the job, but the Yeah, they the, had to The be. Hall of I Fame mean, is is um is too uh, right. much.
1: Yeah, they they had to be I don't think there was any route uh, any other route to take for the owner of uh WHOU, they had to go. Um I think um you know, they he talked about they had to sign some waiver or something and look as someone who uh when i do look i i always remember that they are high school kids and they're 16 and 17 years old and i think you always have to remember that but you know i've gotten in trouble with like the main principals association before for um, saying on the air that a kid who took a 35-foot shot took a bad shot, I've been reprimanded, if you will, and I, my response has always been, "Well, it was a bad shot. <laughs> it was from 35 feet. Nobody should take a 35-foot shot unless it's a buzzer-beater attempt at the end of a game." Um, that's one thing, um, and I'll certainly live with that and keep doing that, and nobody will ever stop me from doing <laughs> that. But when you, you know, I do think when you, when you, you know. I don't have a big deal with what they said. It doesn't offend me. I don't think it should, I'm not offended by anything, but it shouldn't offend anyone. And it's interesting in this time of COVID, Cynthia, where finally, um, the government and CD without, you know, going in another direction here, they finally decided that comorbidities matter and um, that people who have died from covid have died with at least four comorbidities, one of which is being overweight. Exactly. That is one of the the key. So so I know we, we finally can say that. But if you point that out, um, you're you, you, that people are, uh, you know, obese, um, you're bad, um, especially if it's one sex. Um, as opposed to the other. And during this time where we've taken kids out of school, taken them, stop sports, kept them at home, and we've closed fitness centers and such, and people are getting fatter. Um, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, every, everyone, um, I think you're right, is getting a little bit fatter. What do you, um, I mean, what do you think, if I was a public relations person advising <laughs> these girls, I would tell them, look, have a private meeting with these guys, accept their apology, and then make a statement that, look, we can handle it. (laughs) You know, like, we're not going down just because two old guys called us fat. Like, it just feels it's almost, it it doesn't give the kids enough credit that they can't take. uh, I mean, this is, I I, I don't know, I just think. As yeah, as- if
1: you're going to get knocked down by this, I mean, what the hell? And you're 16, uh, you know, you're you're going to face a lifetime of getting knocked down. And I, it would, it would be, um, you know, look, we we live in a society now where victim is victimization is praised, and um, you know, being someone who can, who says they're defeated and they're a victim is someone who is praised. But I think it would really make points with everyone if somehow they could do. Um, what you said, have the scenario that you said, and come out of this. And you know, th- look, these guys, you know, say they've already said they're wrong, and we need to probably. Yeah. it Would be a good thing if we say, you know what, you know, we.
0: we I bet we these do girls. I, to I, hit yeah. The I yeah. Peloton. I, I think that if we we should give these girls some credit and think that they're going to move on. And I guess on this team there are some young kids. Like there's, a, they had to recruit a couple like 15 year olds, eighth graders, just to make up this team, and yeah. um and. Jeez, I, I don't know. I I think kids can handle uh, the truth. It seems like everybody has a hot mic story these days. Mike, mm. do you have any hot mic stories in your oh, sorted career? Are you kidding career?
1: me? I've been doing this for a long, long time, Cynthia. And um, way back in the day, can can we say naughty words on here? Yes. Okay. Um, way back in the day, in the '80s, um, you know, when I started in this business. Um, We used to have games, high school games, that were engineered, produced by high school kids. There'd be some 16-year-old board operator who would be playing the commercials that were on cartridges back in the day, and we would be on hardline telephones. Anyway, I'm in Bangor at Redberry Gym in Bangor doing a Waterville Bangor boys basketball game. I'm gonna say this is like 86 or 87. And uh, the officiating, to say the least, was dreadful in favor of bangor which was no surprise at bangor's gym and so we are doing the game and we go to a commercial um and bangor's just cleaning waterville's clock in this game and when we went to commercial i thought the pot as we call it was down i thought the volume was down on our mics and i looked at my partner a guy by the name of jim rainy and i go hey jim these fucking officials blow don't they (laughs) and um when i got home when (laughs) Of course, this is 1986. There's no cell phones. <laughs> Nobody can text me. Nobody knows what I said. I get home that night. My then wife says, "Wow, I guess those fucking officials really sucked, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> and she heard it. Um, you know, um, and, that's and very yeah, funny. Yeah, we got we we got some calls at the radio station. Um, no question about it. I um, mean, you dropped the f bomb on the air back in those days, and it was quite a big deal um but you you didn't get fired no i didn't um i i got a good talking to from the owners of the radio station it was local ownership um i got a good talking to and i probably deserved one but but i'll tell you you know what it taught me was when when my broadcasting fate is in the hands of a 16 year old you learn you learn how to be um disciplined to not say things anywhere around a telephone and open microphone. I am so disciplined now. I'm a guy who swears like a sailor off the air, but you get me within 500 feet of a radio station, I become an altar boy. Um, it's just ingrained in my brain not to do that. So an altar I'm,
0: boy, you know, an altar yeah, boy seems a little bit like a of a stretch, I'm a but altar maybe.
1: <laughs> <boy>. Don't don't <laughs> diss me, Cynthia. I served mass. In Waterville for 15 years, so I I, I know a I know that I know a, I know a smock and a cassock when I see one. Believe
0: me. <laughs> now, do you think Steve Shaw and Jim Carter are going to be forgiven for their their sins?
1: Um, I hope they are. Are they going to be? I would say no. I would say that we won't hear them on the air again, which is too bad because I um, uh, while they're not professional broadcasters, I think they did. What they did well, and they were um, good, familiar voices up there who provided some insight. But no, I don't think they are. And um, it's tough to come back from. But I think if you went on the air um, and said, "Look, you know, you throw yourself on the mercy of the court, and you, you know, you throw your, I'm sorry, I, you know, it it happened. Um, We, we feel terrible, but I'm sure they do. These guys have spent their lifetimes." I mean, there. Look, I I don't know how familiar you are with the lay of the land up there, um, but up there, these guys are really well known in ba- and high school basketball is a. Re- speaking of religion, is religious up there? These guys. This has been humiliating. Believe me, they have taken a beating over this. And I think that's enough. I, I, I don't oh, like I do to beat men or women when they're down. I mean, there comes a point where the mercy rule comes into play. And, and I, I think if they, you know, to me, if they went on the air and said they were sorry and really, really meant it, I'd, I'd, well, I'd put them back on a second. But that's yeah, just me.
0: Especially because, like, when I when I heard, I, granted, I heard only what was broadcast on the, the videos and clips on the air. So I, I didn't hear the entire recording if there is one. But from what I heard, what they said was exactly what any two private people might say, if they were just, t- you know, yeah. talking around. I mean, it, it is, I think, stunning when you when you see a high school athletic team, and you've got kids who are, you know, really, really huge. And it's worrisome. And so when they said it was awful, I don't know if they were necessarily talking about the girls. I don't think they were. If they hated kids, they wouldn't have devoted their lives to kids' sports. So it seems to me yeah. they were making a comment that like, oh my gosh, look at the state of health of these kids. Yeah. And, and Well,
1: I, I, I agree. And, um, you know, I, I think, um, uh, you know, there have been, I mean, we, we live in a society where, and this is always one of my pet peeves, we live in a society where Mike Tyson, a convicted rapist, is a celebrated cult figure in america now he's he's on talk shows he's in a cameo in this movie cameo in that the guy's a convicted rapist um you know i mean we 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 live in a society where people do make comebacks and rehab themselves all the time mr carter and mr shaw should be able to do that considering um what i think is um uh, not an egregious sin here
0: yeah, I agree. Well, Mike Violet, thank you so much for joining the show. and um, my
1: pleasure.
0: <laughs> I hope you have a great weekend. You too, Cynthia, Thank you. Take care.